Hello everyone, welcome back, and if you're new, thanks for tuning in. The date is January 13th, 2022, at 3.35 a.m. I just got done with my calisthenics and my stretches and all that. And we're in episode two of my Studio Journal series, where I share some insights from my Studio Journal. For anyone wondering why I call myself a musician, I don't have any music posted. It's just because I'm in the phase of mastering music theory and song structure before I release or publish any kind of music, whether it's free content or for sale. Um, I'm, I'm still a musician. I don't have any work published yet. So for anyone wondering about that, that's where I'm at in the process. It's about mastery. So today, today in, our, in, in today's episode of Studio Journal, I'll be talking about the basics of self-reinvention and confidence. And for anyone who signed up for my newsletter, cmhostack.substack.com, there's an old blog article I published as a newsletter issue months ago called something like True Confidence Stems from Humility. And to just summarize it and put it in gist, what I was trying to say about confidence stemming from humility is that when you are at peace with who you are, you accept yourself radically, it doesn't have to be full self-acceptance, but you radically accept a lot of yourself. And you're at peace with the fact that all the choices you made led you to where you are now. Just like for me, here I am. Because all the choices I made now led to this exact spot where I'm in my room recording this audio journal and about to publish it on the internet tomorrow, which is today, if you're listening on Friday, January 14th, 2022. I'm ahead of schedule, which I'm really proud of. So anyway, uh, what I was really trying to say with uh, being at peace with yourself is that Confidence to me is when you're comfortable with who you are in the sense that you're aware of your strengths, you're aware of your weaknesses, you're aware of your opportunities, you are aware of your threats, and you're comfortable with your current position and where you are headed to further. It's when you don't have to tell a story to yourself or other people about yourself and you're comfortable with who you are where you've been, what you're doing, and where you're going. And it's not easy to maintain that kind of confidence, and it's not easy to build that kind of confidence. And at this point in my life, I'm very much confident in the definition I just provided, and that I'm very much at peace with who I am. I have Zen where I, I have humility in the right places, and I'm content in the right places, and I'm also ambitious in the right places and how I want to become a better version of myself and give more to the world than I take. So those are the basic principles I stand on. Become the best version of myself possible, lead by example, and produce good through my strengths for the world and mend my weaknesses. 
so where do we begin talking about self-reinvention? Well, let's talk about excellence, when you excel at something. And according to my belief, the one thing you should excel at are the main things you're able to produce through your strengths. So what is that for me? First of all, I write, make music, ponder, and talk. Writing requires critical thinking. A lot of people write down things to remember, and I do too with note-taking. Otherwise, I write to forget. I keep a legal pad on my nightstand, and every night I journal out all the things that besiege me and harass me within my mind, and then I go to bed. And then when I wake up, I write down what I want for my life, what I want for myself, what I want for my community, my family, everybody. Even the people I'm not fond of, I find it important to be virtuous in the sense that I wish everybody well, even people I'm not fond of or dislike or hate on principle. As I adopted from my mother, that is important to love yourself and love other people. I produce music. I just don't publish it, but I do work on music on a regular basis. And that requires creation. And I put my soul into it. It's not that I'm learning robotically in, a, in maybe even a quasi-academic sense how to create music. It's that um, music and writing is not a business to me. Do I have a personal brand to see in Hosack? Yes, I do. That's me. Um, but is it really about the money? I mean, yes, I would like to make a living doing what I love doing. However, I also acknowledge reality that it will become work when I do that, and it's work that I'd be willing to do for money to make a living. Though, if I'm to be perfectly honest, and this is a really out there opinion, but whether I have to work part-time or full-time to fulfill writing a weekly newsletter, books, and producing music, then so be it, because that's what I am meant to do, is write, make music, ponder, and talk on a podcast. And I would do it for free any day of the week. And that's what I'm doing now. Um, would it be cool to have that, all those things as a career? Absolutely. It's also okay with me if they don't end up as a career. They can just be hobbies and passion projects. That's perfectly fine. So furthermore, uh, speaking requires clarity. Therefore, I ponder. And even though you could characterize my podcast and newsletter as content where I ramble and complain for no reason, um, truth be told, I do a lot of pondering before I write something. I do a lot of pondering before I say something. I'm not always great at off-the-cuff speaking, but most of the time I feel I am. And I've gotten wonderful feedback even from people outside of my network, on my podcast, on my newsletter, and on my music. People I've showcased what I'm working on. I've also gotten wonderful critical feedback and constructive feedback on what could be improved in any of those, in all of those. So focusing on what you produce through your strengths 
maybe for you it's not writing or music, pondering or talking. Maybe it's being a chef. Maybe it's being a hairstylist. Maybe it's being an MMA fighter. Um, someone who teaches martial arts. It could be anything. Whatever you would do for free for the rest of your life. And also, at the same time, if it became a career for you, you'd pursue it. I would say that's what you produce. If I'm wrong about that, I'll just go fuck myself. But that's what I think. And so... It's important to recognize that what we can provide for ourselves and other people has a lot to do with our value to the tribe, to the collective, to society. And in my opinion, American society is sick. It's not well. Uh, people are selfish. Ever since the family unit has been destroyed and people value politics and their career over family excellence and virtue, uh, it's easy to see why people are misanthropic, disjointed, jaded, and bitter. But not me. I, I choose to love everyone on principle. I choose to be my best mental self, physical self, and financial self every day. And even if it's one step forward and two steps back, I'm still better than yesterday. I'm always better than yesterday. And that's not to brag or to flex, but rather to say that I'm living by the code of Gandhi, uh, be the change in the world that you want to see. So you might have to journal what your strengths are. You might have to ask the people around you, but more importantly, you're going to have to ask yourself, what is it that you would do for free any day of the week? And at the same time, if it became a career, what would that be? What would those multiple things be if there's multiple? So when you're focusing on reinventing yourself and building confidence, it's important to look at what you produce and what is your why behind it. Now, we're moving on to the importance of a clean environment. This is actually more critical than you think. It's just like having a sleep schedule very critical for your health mentally physically and financially you want to get between seven and eight hours of sleep or eight hours total i understand that if you're like me and you take medications and sometimes you sleep more than eight hours that's fine um so a clean environment will help you go to sleep a clean environment will help you meditate a clean environment will help you create. A clean environment will help you breathe. A clean environment will help you ponder and think. So, clean your room. Clean your workstation. Clean all areas of your living quarters. Clean everything, like set one or two days for me, it's just one. For some people, they need two. But set one or two days for cleaning in the week. Uh, I find Saturdays are best for me. And if I have to do two days, it's Friday and Saturday. Why is that? 
because then I can properly plan my week on Sunday and not worry about a messy environment or multiple environments. I find having um, clean and clear surfaces as much as possible, nothing on the floor that doesn't need to be on the floor, and I make my bed every morning. I, I find that having a clean environment um, helps me relax, it helps me unwind, it helps me think, and it helps me make, me make better decisions, and I turn my environment into a place that I want to be. And that's the second thing. So after you clean your environments regularly, it's important to design them in a way where you don't want to leave them. So if you are like me and you live in America, whenever you go out, there's always some billboard, some sign that has bright colors on it that draws your attention, that tries to make you feel something, think something, and do something. And usually the case is it's buying something or wasting your time if it's not buying something. So when you become comfortable being at home and cooking at home for that matter, I, I, I would never not recommend cooking at home. I would always recommend cooking at home. You know, get high protein, low carbs, high fats. You know, get on a good diet that will build you muscle and burn fat. Uh, my point is, is that um, when you make your environment into like a clubhouse that you want to hang out in, uh, you're going to be better off financially and health wise, especially if you know how to shop for groceries. And that's how my life is currently set up. It's helping me be more humble, be more confident and uh, get more done, be more productive. And so your workstation is where you're going to want the most cleanliness. It's going to be where you don't allow distractions at your workstation. And I would also recommend you don't allow distractions by your bed with the exception that your phone is your alarm clock. In that case, I'd recommend when you're able to financially do it and budget for it, get it an alarm clock that is not your phone and wake up to that. And, uh, you know, uh, the worst thing you can do for yourself is have your phone in your work station on your workstation or by your bed. Because as soon as you turn off the alarm, you want to open it up and then you go on social media and then you get all stressed out and you get reactive, blah, 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 and among other things. You know, it, it, it's just better to wake up, practice your gratitude, practice reflecting on mortality like I do, do your stretches, do your calisthenics routine. And when you're at your workstation, sure, you might need a computer or a laptop but don't have your phone available to you when you're trying to actually produce something, especially if you're using technology. Uh, don't open social media tabs unless that's deeply a part of like what you're doing with your brand and business. Um, but my point is, is that um, eliminating distractions will help you be consistent and bring you zen, inner peace, or at least it does for me anyway. And so moving forward, let's talk about the importance of discipline. 
this is what I do, and I would recommend the same, buddy. Set office hours. So even if you have a roommate or you live with your parents like I do, uh, if you live alone, you might not have to do this, but I would recommend it anyway just in case like you get tempted to answer the phone or text somebody. Set office hours. What are the hours that you're going to focus on deep work and actually uh, write your book, make your song, paint that painting, cook that food, master that craft, whatever it may be? What are your office hours within the week? When are you only available to master your craft and your value and produce something for the world? or get better at it you know I would recommend starting with four hours then going up to six and for me personally I don't need more than six hours to focus on music or writing and it's important to take breaks in between too of course but I'm just saying that when I set the office hours that's exclusively for both myself and my purpose in life so set office hours now let's talk about the importance of a schedule in general for me personally I use a weekly monthly planner daily every Sunday I like to plan my week out and what I'm going to do and I keep everything flexible so if I schedule meeting somebody I put a question mark next to it because they have to bail or I have to bail uh, for things I'm fully committed to like things I know I can get done on my own um, I don't put a question mark, question mark next to it and I just go do it. The most important things I do, I just go for it right away. Um, I also use a whiteboard calendar on my wall and a cork board. So the calendar is a monthly calendar and I use that to um, organize, I organize my week there first. And then I translate that to the weekly monthly planner. I carry the weekly monthly planner with me everywhere I go. Just like I do my Tascam recorder that I'm recording on, the Tascam DR40, if anyone's curious. And why is that? So I can jot down ideas really quickly. And also schedule things right on the spot. And it's important that when you're building a schedule, whether it's your office hours or you're going to work or you're meeting with friends that you may or may not have mixed feelings about, it's important that you take control of your life in the sense that you're scheduling days that you want to have, like Dr. Jordan Pearson would say, right? That's important. So when you're making each day a masterpiece for yourself, when you're making each day a day that would be worthwhile to you in your personal development and also your own satisfaction, um, you will be creating your own aesthetic. So what's the big question here? There's a, many of them actually. Are you more of a night person? or a day person. Whichever one you would rather be, try it out. And try both of them out. Do you like waking up early in the morning? Do that. Try being a night owl, like me. If you prefer being awake at night, then be awake at night. 
your sleep schedule is totally within your control. Um, and, uh, you know, if you need to switch to the graveyard shift, then switch to the graveyard shift. Nothing wrong with that. It's your life. Take control of it. Try new things. Find what works best for you. Where are you most creative? Where are you most productive? Whatever kind of person you want to be, try it out. Try the opposing view out too. Find for sure if you like it. The biggest thing I recommend as far as like um, your schedule would be um, make sure that make make sure that when you are scheduling something it's going to be valuable to you in the long term because I would hate for myself or anyone else to end up in life without a retirement of some kind to end up with nothing and have to work for the rest of their lives until they die I would hate for that so when you schedule something for yourself make sure that whatever that is, it's going to make 80-year-old you very happy. And I, this is why I disagree with the saying, live like there's no tomorrow. You better fucking live like there is a tomorrow. You better realize that uh, you could live up into your elderly years. And you want to make sure that the decisions you're making now will make sure that elderly you is very happy. And this will require you saying no to many things like drug abuse, alcohol abuse, nicotine. It will require you saying no to crazy adventures. Now there's anything wrong with having them once in a while, but under very controlled circumstances, right? I'm just saying like at the end of the day, we need to make decisions that are going to give our future self a comfortable life and that's the impression I run under when I make decisions that's the mindset that I have the prerogative that I have so let's talk about discipline decide on one daily habit for your mental health your physical health and financial health each so each morning, practice gratitude, reflect on mortality. I would always recommend that. For your physical health, as soon as you're done meditating, do two push-ups. Do two leg raises. Do two squats. Do two pull-ups. And for your financial health, I would recommend you, every Sunday, monitor your budget. Make sure you're not spending more than you have. Every every week, every month, every day, whatever. Make sure that you are living below your means and you're able to put money away. And some of that money you put away over after you accumulate over time a lot of money, you can invest in stocks or real estate or something. Get yourself some passive income. Passive income to what is realistic, even if it's not technically passive. Find ways to generate multiple streams of income. Put money away for retirement. 
focus on that every Sunday, your finances, every Sunday like I do. So for me, what what I do every day, um, I make sure that I do cal I do stretches, calisthenics, gratitude, uh, meditate on my mortality, I budget, and I do some other things too outside of that. But those are the basics of what I do daily for becoming my best mental self, physical self, financial self. And when it comes to building consistency, it's really important to eliminate self-limiting beliefs about ourselves. Oh, I could never hold full time for more than three months or something like that. We need to eliminate that and recognize that all, all options are always on the table. Yet we're going to choose the options that make 80 year old us happy. And there's also the Peter principle where we work up to further incompetence and we have to ask for help and humble ourselves and get better at the thing that we're practicing because practice makes progress. So no matter what you think of yourself, it's important to realize that your life can be any way that you want it to be and that you can change for the better. Just like with me, I'm get I'm getting better at guitar because I practice it for 15 minutes a day. I'm still a beginner, but I'm getting better. Same thing with music production. Same thing with being happier every day despite mental illness. I'm learning to be better. I'm learning to be happier. And it's only about judging myself and what my capabilities are and determining what my value is. That's up to me. And happiness is an inside job. And you're not going to find it by trying to control anything else, to my opinion. So when you're trying to be consistent at something, say that you're going for the habits uh, for your mental, physical, physical health, financial health, um, the best way to be consistent is to give yourself no other option than to take care of those habits as soon as you wake up and you repeat that. Never put them off later for the day. Always take care of yourself first thing when you wake up and then you free up the rest of your time. And it's okay to fail and it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to make bad decisions. What's important is that you're learning, you're making progress, and you do things a little bit differently each time. And when it comes to the mindset of abundance, we're going to need to recognize that um, we can do anything with our lives that we want to, and we should do the things that we want to do and should do on a daily basis to have peace, happiness, and serenity. I would definitely advise journaling out your self-limiting beliefs. I would find through journaling, why are we angry? Why are we hurt? Why are we sad? Why are we depressed? Why are we fearful? What do we feel our limits are? And then challenge it with positive facts against those ideas. Um, 
let's see what kind of progress we made throughout our lives and what progress we can make. Let's see why we're capable of doing the most good possible with our choices and what that exactly is to us. So I would definitely recommend journaling on that on a regular basis. For me, I do it daily. You don't have to, but you can. And now we're on to time management. Time is how we manage our experiences. It's also how we recalibrate our perspective on life. And that's really important too, to have clarity and humility and confidence. When, when it comes to the elements of time management, it's always going to be who are we spending our time with? What are we intimate with? When are we doing the things we should do? And when are we not doing the things we should do? Where the things we should do are? Where the things we shouldn't do are? And what is our why behind all of those things? It's important to be value-focused and seek meaning in how we use our time. This requires patience and diligence. And the main principles I have for that would be aim for progress within your process. Don't worry about the outcome. Realize that Rome was not built in a day, an old adage. You don't have to be perfect to be your best self. And finally, only do what is yours to do. Don't worry about things outside of your scope of responsibility. And if you must, get a whiteboard or a piece of paper, draw a circle, write above it project scope, and jot down your four personal responsibilities and your four professional responsibilities. And if you come across anything outside of that circle, outside of that scope, you say no to it. And if you come across anything that is relative to that scope, your four personal responsibilities and your four professional responsibilities, you say yes to them and you take care of them as soon as you possibly can and free up the rest of your day. And a little counterintuitive note, I wouldn't recommend blocking out free time to do nothing or anything. I would always be very specific about what your recreational activities and hobbies are. I'd always be very specific on how you use your time even when you're resting. Because when you give yourself idle time, uh, you could easily become in touch with self-doubt. And that's going to destroy your confidence in your whole structure. So when you're scheduling time for yourself, give yourself a more specific activity than just anything's on the table. Um, why should you take a bath? Why should you do grooming? Why should you have a cup of tea? Why should you have a cup of coffee? Why, like, what's your why behind your rest? And what is it going to be? Um, just to make sure that you have structure and you're not allowing doubt to creep in because that could be very detrimental to your self-reinvention and who you become. And how does this correlate to music? Well, this is more so about personal brand than it is about music per se. Though um, the template and methods that I just shared with you in this podcast um, I use it to become a better musician to be a healthy and happy musician physically fit musician financially responsible musician 
virtuous musician, a musician who is wise with his time, a musician who is pursuing being his best self and making progress in all areas within music and outside of music. And um, business, personal brand, and music, they all go hand in hand. And I thought it would be worthwhile to make it universal and share it with people who aren't musicians or writers. Uh, people who want to reinvent themselves this year and become the best version of themselves possible. I want to share with you guys the formula I have been using since 2015, to tell you the truth. And it's worked phenomenally for me, and it's worthwhile enough to share and you know like i say you know it, you don't have to be perfect to be your best self and for me i'm just aiming to be the best me i can be within music and outside of music and um yeah this wasn't totally music focused but it's still applicable anyway i hope that you found anything i said here helpful or insightful and um, I hope that uh, it was, I hope that there was something in here for you and that you're able to use it.